What is up, guys? Zagami here, back with a new podcast, uh, Podcast 6. I didn't think I'd make it this far. Usuals, we got Rymoto70. What's poppin'? Atlas Crone. I'm making illegal drug deals. And Rima. Bro. So, let's go on and get started. So, what games have you guys been playing recently? Uh, I've been playing uh, Yakuza Kiwami. I'm almost done with it. I'm on, like, the final chapter. And... It's a good game. Um, I've only, it's the second Yakuza game I've played. Technically third. I played a little bit of like Yakuza Dead Souls a long ass time ago. But only like maybe 30 minutes to an hour of that game. But truthfully, I've only ever played Zero and this. And honestly, I kind of like Zero more. Simply because... Well, not even simply. Like The, the story in Kiwami is good. But Zero made me fucking cry three times like that shit hurt but kawami like yeah it has some moments that are like kind of hurt but like nothing really hit me like certain moments in zero did so also i kind of i don't know because i know a lot of people when when someone asks like you know where should i start the yakuza series i always see other fans say you can start with either zero or kiwami and i just want to say no start with fucking zero because kiwami well, yes, you technically can. Uh, you really don't get as good of an experience unless you play through Zero, simply because uh, Zero helps establish a lot of the characters and the relationships a hell of a lot better than Kiwami does. Like, no joke. Like, Machima's, like, barely in this fucking game, which kind of upsets me because he's my favorite character. And he's just, like, I don't know, he doesn't fucking do anything. <laughs> He's just, like, I get that's kind of the joke with his character is he just shows up at random, but I don't know. And as far as, like, the overall story goes for Kiwami, it's, again, it's good. You know, it's written well. It's a lot of nice moments, but, like, it just don't hit like Zero did. I do like what they did with Nishiki as a character, though. I thought that was a crazy-ass turn of events after playing through Zero. But, yeah, combat everything else is good. Some of the bosses are really fucking annoying. Um, the Chapter 10 boss, more specifically. Yeah. Other than that, I've been playing, like, played a little bit of Starlink. Kind of just booted that up out of random. And it was all right. I do like that you don't necessarily need to do the Toys to Life thing. You can just kind of sort through menus to use whatever weapons you want. I will say that since I'm playing the Switch version, which I don't know why you would play any other version of Starlink. <laughs> um... It's just weird seeing the fucking Star Fox crew just popping in and hanging out with these, like, somewhat normal-looking humans. One like, thing it's, about, it's just so fucking weird. One thing about that Star Fox crossover is that you can tell that the developers, like, really like Star Fox. Like, damn, they put a lot of thought and care into this crossover. Yeah. Uh, I, li I like how Fox is introduced, because I've just been playing as Fox. I haven't played as any of the other characters yet. But I do like how he's worked into the story. I like how they establish he actually kind of cares about these other characters and is really trying to help them out. It's, it's interesting. It's a fun little game. I could imagine myself getting lost in it if I wanted to sit there and actually dedicate time to playing it. But Wolf is it's, kind it's of... my side game. It's, I'm not really going to. Wolf is kind of a badass. I haven't met Wolf yet. I literally am, like, still at the beginning of the game. Like, I'm on the second planet. 
Like right after you do the tutorial, they teach you to like, they're like, all right, go to this other planet. And I'm still on that second planet. Uh, is it better than zero? Uh, is it better than Star Fox Zero? Yeah, Star Fox Zero. I mean... I know you love Star Fox hard, Zero. I, it's kind of hard to compare the two. I don't know, because, like, uh, Starlink is, isn't... Because, like, Zero is, what, like, an on-rails, like, shooter, for the most part. And Starlink is more your typical open-world Ubisoft game, which I think I'm one of, like, five people on the planet that likes that style of open-world. But, yeah, I don't know. If I really had to sit here and just be like, which one's more fun to play? I kind of like Star or Zero a bit more. I know you love. You're one of the five people also who likes Star Fox Zero. I mean, yeah, because everyone bitches about the controls, but the controls aren't that fucking hard to get used to. Yeah, that's. I think that's all I've been playing recently. Once I'm done with Kiwami, I don't know what I'm gonna play. Maybe Scribble Notes or Pokemon or something. Uh, I've been just been, I, like I told you guys, I, I don't know if I mentioned this in the last podcast, but I finished Resident Evil 7 and Spider-Man PS4, uh, both great games, but I definitely enjoyed Spider-Man way more, I know you can't compare the two, but Spider-Man was just, I was genuinely surprised at how good that game was, like, jeez, I was like, cause I, my last, the only other Spider-Man game I ever played was the one on GameCube that ha- I think had Tobey Maguire voice in it. Uh, two, I want to say? No, it was the first one. It was the Game of oh. Rust movie, I think. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I loved the visuals. The story was fantastic. Um, the gameplay, superb, although it did get a little tedious at some certain points. I think you guys know which ones, like the puzzles one, and especially the Mary Jane one. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, kind of slow. Oh, yeah, Mary- Mary Jane and Miles kind of did murder the pacing at times. Yeah. The only one that I did enjoy with the Mary Jane was when they did team up with Spider-Man. And that was kind of fun. Uh, oh, you're talking like when they're like in the train station or whatever, and you have to play, like when you're playing as Mary Jane, you have to point out where the enemies are. Yeah, yeah, that one was kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say about that game. Uh recently just been playing animal crossing i uh, finally got the urge to play it again because yeah and uh Tyrion, uh steven uh sorry, atlas is going to be uh selling me some dr- i mean some fossils in the game and yep. yeah got that good good fossil boy yeah i'm brand uh, new on the market i'm currently you know in the middle of a uh drug i mean animal crossing deal you know it's a it's a process I kind of have like sensory overload. Not gonna lie, there's like five things happening right now. You're not haggling on the price, are you? I mean, apparently this is free. What? So there's there's a lot happening. There's um, <laughs> there's a lot going on right now. Not gonna lie. Uh, but I have been playing uh, Wizards 101. I'm playing through it again right now. Uh, I'm playing Animal Crossing, and. Um, Soon to be playing on my PS2, which comes in tomorrow. Wait, I've also been playing my PS or not playing my PS2. I've been playing Wizard 101 still. Also, uh, Atlas helped me get past Malastare, so now I'm on Arc 2, and on I Arc. started Celestia, and then I hit level 60, which means I have to go get Waterworks gear. And getting Waterworks gear has become a pain in the ass because this shit ain't dropping. I've got like five of the shirts, but no hats or shoes. Is Blizzard 101 really on PS2? No, no, it's on PC. Oh. There is, it's not on anything else. 
Yeah, so uh, as far as me, I haven't honestly been playing anything. Other than like little stuff, like I've been playing like a lot of Mario Tennis lately. Oh. Mario Tennis. Yeah, Mario Tennis Aces, just randomly. Uh, yeah. I've been kind yeah. of getting in the mood to play that again. I don't know why. Yeah. I haven't really played anything like story heavy or anything like that. Every now and again, I want to play a sports game, and then I'm just like, man, I ain't got none. Like the other day, I was I was uh, watching. What was I watching? Oh, I was watching um, Salty DK Dan play that like some Hamtaro game on the GBA. I forget what the fuck it was. What it was called, but um, it had like this volleyball mini game, and I was like, you know, this is getting me in the mood to play a volleyball video game. But I ain't got Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball. So what other <laughs> volleyball games are there? I just started scrolling through Steam. <laughs> Unfortunately, Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball is not on Steam, so I had to find some other volleyball game, but I don't have it, so I'm upset. Still waiting for Skatebird to come out so I can have a skateboard skateboarding game to play. <laughs> when Have they given us a release date on that shit? I want to play Skatebird so bad. What kind of game is, like, Skatebird is a... It's an indie game where you play as a bird and you skateboard around. That's Ripping. all it is. Crazy. Like, my the main thing about it is like I like Tony Hawk style skateboarding games. And like yeah, the Tony Hawk Pro Skater remakes came out, but like I'm not a big fan of like Pro Skater. Like the whole time you like complete X amount of missions within a time limit thing just kind of annoys me. Um I played several of the Pro Skater games. I played like um like Pro Skater one on N sixty four. I played another one on GBA. I don't know if I played any other pro skaters? I might have, but um, none are coming to mind right now. Uh, but I did grow up playing the hell out of stuff like the Underground games and American Wasteland, uh, Project 8, and probably some other skateboarding games. And I just want to have that experience again. But every skate, every indie skateboarding game is trying to be like Skate, and I don't like Skate. I've tried playing Skate several times. And it bores the fuck out of me. I hate the control scheme. I hate the, like, super zoom in on the board type shit. Like, I can't see my character. I don't know. I just don't like it. But yeah, no really state escaper. Other than comes out at some point during this year. What about you, Steven? Uh, Atlas? He said he'd been playing Wizard yeah. 101. Yeah. yeah. And currently doing a deal, a drug, I mean... Uh, but bone deal in Animal Crossing. Sensory overload. <laughs> there's like there's so much happening. <laughs> there's there's Animal Crossing. There's a podcast. There's Wizards 101. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I heard gunshots outside. Mm -hmm. Oh my god! Because I did earlier, and now I'm hearing like yelling. It's like every day. actual sensory overload. It's actually quiet tonight. Well, it's happening um, right now. Just because there's like a bunch of snow dust outside, there's gunfire now as well. It's how scared Texans are of snow, bro. I know, right? These guys, they. That episode of King of the Hill didn't lie. <laughs> it's snowing. <laughs> they got they lose their shit. I bet you guys lose your shit at frost forming on grass. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, uh, any anime you guys watch? Manga read? Anything like that? Um, I've been watching. Overlord season two, I'm like halfway through it. So like I said in previous podcasts, that was gonna be my first thing I bought of 2021. And sure enough, New Year's Day, I had it out. I had New Year's Day off. Went to my retro store or not? 
Oh yeah, I did go to the retro store and picked up Overlord Season 2. Began watching it a few days later. Got like halfway through and I was really enjoying it. I do feel like it's kind of like not as good as Season 1, but that's just because this one's kind of... Like Atlas has told me several times, it's a build-up for Season 3. It's it's good, but... So good. It's missing a lot that made Season 1 so magical, for me anyway. I did like the whole, like, lizard people, like, mini-arc it, it had. I thought that was kind of cute. The lizards are mad horny as fuck. Like, every scene with them is just them being horny. It's it's kind of funny. That it was, what, the, but, the butler guy? And, like, his butler thinking that he's betraying Ainz or some shit? I haven't finished that arc. I'm currently on that one. So I'll see how that plays out. And I know at some point some other characters they're gonna pull the the end of season one again where one of I one of the uh, fucking guys or whatever gets control like mind controlled by a evil bad guy and is gonna try to fight Eins. I can already see it. It's in the fucking intro, so like it's not a surprise when it eventually happens. Kind of hate it when intros spoil shit like that. Wait, what? I I kind of figure at some point what's his face. Um, the guy with the glasses, forgot his name. Oh, um, yeah. Because in the in intro, here? he has like the mask and it shows him fighting Heinz. I'm like, okay, so they're gonna do that again. No, they don't. Oh, they don't? No. Okay, You're I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, I've just been watching that. Also, got uh, the newest volume of My Hero Academia, like three days early, because I was supposed to get it on the 12th, but uh came in on the 9th. So that was nice. Read it within one night because I was just really interested in what's going to happen. Nothing fucking happened in that entire volume. Dang. But um, it's it's whatever. Like, you got some neat little backstory about Eraserhead and stuff, but, like, still nothing fucking happened. What was the Eraserhead? Eraserhead's their teacher. Yeah. The one that can control people or something? Like he's the one people. that can erase he's the one that can erase quirks as long as he's staring at you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like you get some neat little backstory about him and Deku masters his weird like I don't I don't wanna spoil too much because you know there's people that probably don't know. There's people who just watch the anime and don't read the manga and I don't I, I'm you know, I don't wanna spoil things for them. So I'll I'll just say, you know, Deku got his thing and then that was kind of neat. And that's all that really fucking happened. Like, I, I, I don't know. I'm so used to the One Punch Man mangas where so much shit happens at each individual value. Yeah. Deku got his hentai collection back. That's what happened. So, I mean, kind of, basically. <laughs> <laughs> is it of uh, Urataka, whatever her name is? I forgot her oh, name. Uraka. Uraka, yeah. Uraka. Uraka. Yeah. I mean, they keep, they're just going to keep bouncing this whole, you know, they want to fuck each other, but they don't want to admit they want to fuck each other thing. Yeah, they'll it's probably still run back train until the end. I mean, yeah. you, know how, you know how these anime do that. Yeah. Until the very end. That's every, yeah. like, that's every, that's a lot of anime character relationships is, you know, they have a crush on each other, but they won't say anything until maybe the very final episode. Oh, God. That's basically the manga I'm reading right now. <laughs> yeah, that's Naruto. That's Bleach. That's uh, this. It's like every big anime like this. I, I, I don't know if I'd say so much Naruto. Cause nah. like, they all... <laughs> Naruto's at the end. Come on. Now. 
No, no, no. What I more mean is like, because I'm thinking like two characters that have a crush on each other but won't admit it, right? Was it? Like, yeah. yeah. It's happened yeah. till the end. Yeah, you guys yeah. see that? Characters mean? Have crush- yes, characters have crushes in Naruto, but not necessarily like on each other. Like, yes, Sakura is like is in love with Sasuke, but she doesn't hide that shit, and Sasuke doesn't like reciprocate that love back to her till the very end. Like, he doesn't have any emotions for her. I think even uh, when they get married, he doesn't have any emotions for her. You know, and yeah, like, it's obvious that Hinata likes Naruto, but you don't know. It. Naruto doesn't show any kind of emotion towards Hinata other than your cool friend until the very end. Yeah, to that movie. Like, that's why I say it's it's not really, uh, like, Naruto's not really like that, to, to, at least to the same extent. To be honest, Naruto should be happy that he married Hinata instead of Sakura. At least he not has the back Byakugan. Mm, I don't know enough about Naruto. I played the Storm yet. games, and that's all I know about Naruto. Who's the current current villain in uh, Naruto right now? Boruto. Boruto. Uh, it's too much of a headache. Or Oshiki. It's a bad whatever. show. It's not yeah. worth it. Is it still is it is it still Kagi or whatever her name is? No, it's like kind of Suki's or whatever. I don't I don't know what's going really on. Really stupid. It's really dumb. Naruto, Boruto's bad. I know Kishimoto's coming I'm back. I'm done with the series. Though. It's over. I know Kishimoto's coming back though, so that's good. Who's Kishimoto? The original Naruto. Yeah, the guy who Naruto. He's coming back to Borzo. Oh. Oh, the guy that oh, I thought you were talking about a character in the show. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. No, because Boruto's kind of was like Dragon Ball Super in the fact that, like, he was, I, I think it was, like, supervised by Kishimoto, but, like, it wasn't directly written. Yeah. But, like, now Kishimoto's like, nah, I'm taking the reins now. It's kind of like what happened with Broly. I think Tori, Tor, Toriyama came fully back for that one. Oh, yeah, he did. He worked on, like, Susan and Broly. Yeah, because, like, yeah, he, was, like he was supervising... Super. I'm pretty sure Toriyama's back for like the uh, newest stuff of Super. What's, yeah. what's Is he? Are you telling yeah. me oatmeal and granola bar are Toriyama's doing? Yeah, because it was a big thing when um. What are, what is this thing about? Kishimoto came back to Boruto, and everyone's like, "Yo, Toriyama and Boruto, Toriyama and Kishimoto both have come back for their series." So I think it's Toriyama or Kishimoto now. Okay. But wait, who's what's this whole thing going on with oatmeal and uh, granola? What's uh, I don't know. They're the new villains of the new Dragon Ball Super arc because the moral arc's over. No way, really? Yeah. The moral arc's done. It's the new mainly villain. some dude named Granola. Yeah. Granola, really? Yeah. Is he? Actually... He has a partner named Oatmeal. That's all I know. Are you sure? Yeah. What did did Jesus. they have character designs out yet? Yeah, you can look them up online. I'm just go. Just type in Dragon Ball Super Oatmeal or Granola. He'd be surprised. Oatmeal and Granola. Yeah, just type in, yeah. I mean, we've had villain names like Frieza, Cooler, Cell. Like, I guess it's. Yeah, but like, they're not this dumb. I know, but still. Uh, I'm not really seeing. Oh, I think I found it. Okay, one of them looks like a cyborg. Yeah, it looks like a Xenoverse character. It looks yeah. like a Dragon. It looks kind of like a Dragon Quest character, actually. A Dragon mm-hmm. Quest character. It, Dragon Quest characters were designed by Toriyama. Yeah. Yeah. So that, like... Yeah. I, I realize that. Is this oatmeal? I'm not sure. Well, we still don't have Goku and Smash. It, does, does oatmeal look like cooler? No. 
Here's a picture. The guy on the bottom is granola. The guys on top are just people that granola is fighting. So that the bottom one is granola. Yeah, the top guys on top are just random dudes that granola is fighting. Okay, yeah, the cyborg guy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what's his deal? Is he like a what is he? Uh, I don't think we've learned too much about him yet. That just yeah. Like... So let's go. You can give a sense of being this guy too. I don't think Probably. he looks. I don't think he looks like a Dragon Xenoverse character. He looks like a Dragon Quest, definitely, and that makes sense. Get the hell off my island, you scum! Anyways, um, I started watching Demon Slayer. That's been pretty good. Um, oh, fire! I finished both seasons of Kaguya-sama. Started reading the manga of that. And that's pretty much it. It's just been those two animes. Is Atlas or Roma doing anything with anime or mangoes? Not no, really, to be honest. I don't think I've watched an anime in a long time. I need to change that. I mean, that was basically me. I took a big break from watching anime, like a month and a half, two month break, and then came back. Yeah, once that's about watch, three months. A few too many uh, 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 animes, you start to like get, I don't know, you need a break from all that. Yeah, when I was younger, I was just watching like constantly telling 12 episodes, that ain't nothing. And then I'll end up watching like six or seven animes. It just d depends with me on, cause I gotta be like, I gotta find something that I know I'll be hooked on. Because if it, if I don't get hooked on it, then I'm it's gonna cause me to want to take a break from anime in general. Yeah. Which is just weird, cause I want I'm weird, cause I wanna actually watch through a series once I start it. I don't want to mm -hmm. just stop. But if I'm not hooked and wanting to keep watching each new episode, then I just kind of give up and take like a month long break. Yeah. Like, I was watching uh, Gintama, right? And mm -hmm. I couldn't, like, again, I enjoyed it, but I just couldn't, like, stick with it. But I ended up taking a month and a half long break or some shit. And, yeah. like, I don't know. And then I came back and was like, all right, we're going to get this going with Overlord. And I actually enjoyed Overlord season two, which I already knew I would because I loved season one so much. Jordan, you need to finish season one. I know. Me, I know. Please. I need to. It's so good. You need to see the horny lizards. <laughs> I keep saying it all the time. I'm like, yo, I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to it. And it's like, I don't know. I keep putting it on the list. For the, I was like, all right, this week, I'm going to watch it. This week, I'm going to watch it. And then I end up reading like a manga or something. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, another thing I want to do say is the fucking opening music's a fucking banger for both season one and two. Open ending music isn't as good as season one's ending theme, but like, still decent. Actually, going back, where was I? Let me see where I left off at on the show. Our full combination right now. Then after I watch season two, I can jump into season three. Got that stimmy. That stimmy's gonna go towards buying season three. That's nice. Need to get more Godzilla movies though, so I can get back to watching those. I haven't watched a Godzilla movie in forever. I'm going through withdrawals. I need to see my big lizard boy. I was in episode five. Mm. That's where I was at in season one. I was in episode five. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna get back to it. It's only like 12 episodes, so I can just shoot through these right real fast. I'll just say that's all I had to say. Yeah, then there's just some animes where I'm just so far like behind. Like I was watching Black Clover like consistently each week, and now it's like. A time skip, and I think they're like at 100 and something now. Fairy Tales up to like 201, I think, is when we're getting stopped. 
pretty bad. Oh yeah, Fairy Tale was another one that I just kind of stopped watching. I did too. Yeah, like, I was watching consistently. I, I watched like whole ass. Like I watched several arcs like a week. Yeah, and I had to <laughs> stop too, because it wasn't good. Fairy Tale's ass. <laughs> I don't think it's that bad. There's like, I watched, how many episodes? I made it like a hundred something episodes into it. And I was just like, I've enjoyed like two or three arcs of this entire fucking thing. I, I, I just can't. I enjoyed, every arc I enjoyed was also just about fucking, what's her face that can change weapons? I forgot oh, what her Ur- name. Oh, Urza? Urza, yeah. Like any mm-hmm. arc that focused on her was like a good ass arc. Like, the whole arc with the island, I was like, this is cool. And then they made that villain, like, a reoccurring villain. And I was like, you guys are just milking this fucker. (laughs) Can y'all just let him die? Leave a good arc villain in the past? Jalal, Mystigan, all the news. I forgot, what was another arc I ended up enjoying? I can't even remember. I thought Fairy Tale was okay. I remember watching, like, ten episodes a day. Like, it was pretty bad. And Mm. then I just fell off one day and stopped watching. Like, I'm trying to remember. I think the... The fairy tournament arc was like kind of cool. Um, I don't remember what else. I don't remember any other arcs that I really liked. I just remember really liking that island arc. That was like, I wanted more of that type of arc. I wanted yeah. stuff that focused on developing the characters, learning more about them and shit, not just them fucking around and like not taking a damn thing serious. <laughs> I don't like fairy tale. I don't think fairy tale is awful. I think it's just average. Um, I feel about the same watching Black Clover. Um, I, I mean, it's not the worst anime I've seen. I've 100% seen worse. Like, fucking Speed Grapher. I hated that anime. That <laughs> anime is actually terrible. But, yeah. Like, I don't know. Is there any? I can't even think of any other anime I've seen that was that bad. A bad anime I've seen. Uh, the art is not... I'm not even basic. It's a really bad anime I've seen. I really have to think on that one. Yeah. Oh, Boruto? Yeah, definitely Boruto. Um, let's see. Well, then again, I wouldn't say Boruto's like the worst anime I've ever seen. I mean, it's a major downgrade, but like... Mm. A- anyways, um, yeah. anybody else? Anything no, I think, we're, think we got it all on our systems. Yeah. <laughs> all right, now let's get into... This. I'm not going to say that. Okay. The meat. All right. Thoughts on Nintendo's 2020. Meh. I mean, cons- considering the pandemic, like, I it's just whatever. It was basically, like, every year since 2017. Like, 2017 is no contest the best year the Switch had. Easily. But every other year after that's literally been the same. A couple ports, maybe a remake here or there, and a couple new games. Yeah. I don't know. I'm feeling kind of... This is what we're fourth anniversary in a few months for the Switch. I don't know. Like the Switch is a fine system for me. I guess it's good. Not my favorite. Not the worst. I like it a lot, but that's just because again I'm a massive on portable gaming and stuff like the Switch and the Vita being able to have like console quality gaming on the go is just really nice for me. Yeah, I think definitely it's it's really good for the like ports and and such to, because like it's portability factor that's really awesome but also i just i don't know i i, I nintendo's first party titles aside from a few here and there are not as good as they were last generation uh sorry the wii or the gamecube in my opinion so I mean, if we want to run down some uh 
Switch games that came out in 2020. I got a couple just to see right. so we can give like some general thoughts. Um, so Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity. Uh, I like it. Definitely step up from uh, the previous Hyrule Warriors, which I did buy Definitive Edition. I might try that again to see if I'm just talking shit. <laughs> but uh, from my memory, it's still big step up. I'm still enjoying playing Age of Calamity every now and again. Uh, but yeah, does anyone? Uh, I tried out the demo. Not, I don't know. I I might have to play the full game to really enjoy it. And uh, to be honest, the game, I mean, it's gonna be fine. I'm pretty sure. And I think this is what I wanted—a prequel to Breath of the Wild that explains more shit. And I'm getting that, which I'm happy for. Uh, preferably, I would like the story to be in the main game first. I think it's kind of lame that they're breaking it apart, that they're leaving the story for other games, side games, but that's different. Mm-hmm. That's something else. And the frame rate, please, I don't know what it is with Nintendo, but Hyrule Warrior Legends, uh, sorry, no, not Hyrule, uh, Age of Calamity and uh, Link's Awakening, I don't know why they can't optimize the frame rate. It, it's always so fucking bad, and it pisses me the hell off. Just want good frame rate. I was about to say, if you, if you were about to bring up Hyrule Legends, that's like a good frame rate. Like, no. no. <laughs> 3DS Legends was bad. On, on base 3DS? I was terrible. On 3DS mm. or, or on Switch? On base 3DS. 3DS, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that was just them trying to, like, cram as much shit onto the 3DS as possible. Look, there's a reason Fire Emblem Warriors is a new 3DS exclusive. Even then, is it doesn't really. I mean, like as far as like you can't play it on a regular 3DS. Yeah. Um, Age of Calamity. I mean, I played the first two missions. I think it's an alright game. It's a step up from the original Hyrule Warriors. But I told myself I wouldn't uh, play it until I finished Fire Emblem Warriors, which I still need to get back to because I was literally really far in. I really need to get back and finish that. But I mean, what I play with Agent Clemmy, it's not bad. I'm pretty sure Atlas hasn't played it, so Atlas. I'm probably gonna go on the definitive edition. What game? Age of Calamity. Age no, of Calamity. I haven't played it yet. I got it for Christmas, and it's kind of just been in. It's still in plastic. <laughs> um, I'll get to it at some point, but it's not priority right now. So then, Animal Crossing, which was kind of one of the bigger title games from the beginning of the year. I still feel, even with all the content, I don't like the Splatoon style of rolling shit out just to keep people invested. I don't know. just feels like New New Horizons lacks a lot of shit from New Leaf that they're just going to arbitrarily release throughout a year life cycle. Yeah, it definitely feels like that. A lot of the things did feel stripped away. While they did add a lot of cool things, there's just too many things that they removed from New Leaf that I that make me feel a little sour about the game. Although, I, like I don't know, New Leaf felt like such a huge step up. Like it was the game. You didn't care that some of the smaller things were removed from the other games because they added so much to the game. It was insane. And like New Horizons, like yes, New Horizons has a lot of good new additions, namely the customization, which I know hardcore Animal Crossing fans have been asking for ever to be able to do the type of customized work that you can do in New Horizons. Yeah, um, exactly. Uh, we've been begging for, like, to move our villagers' houses to do such and such and such. 
Yeah, to have like your villagers only be able to live in specific plotted lands so they're not ruining your overall island design or just town design in previous games, I guess you could say. Uh, to be able to more easily create pathways and all this other stuff that you can do, have, just basically be able to have your own island that you can customize every last little thing about. But in the process of giving us all this customization stuff, it's missing so much from previous games. Like, we still don't even have, the, like, any anything to do online. <laughs> like, yes, you can go visit other people and trade items and shit. That's all you can do online. Like, we still there is com comparison to previous games when you would play with friends. You had, like, mini games and some other shit to do. None of that shit's here. I think, like, Nintendo and missing stuff from previous games like a constant trend. It's been going on. I think, I think I think Nintendo's awesome. finally getting to that point. Because, <laughs> like, like, you know, a lot of people used to praise Nintendo. It's like, oh, my God, look at Nintendo. They're the only company these days that releases full games with everything, and it's the pri for the right price, and they, you can tell they're putting all the effort in there, and now it's like like they're starting to become... I'm not saying, like, they're a, a terrible company. Well, more or else, uh, I won't get into it, but, you know... They're definitely like becoming like other companies in terms of game development. You know, you can tell like they're definitely falling into the traps. I guess you could say. Yeah, I think pretty much what happened, what's happening, is Nintendo is like, well, we can do whatever we want because they're going to buy it anyways. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, three All Stars. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what I was going to bring up next was one of the many controversial releases of the year was 3D All Stars, which. Again, I don't like the whole limited release thing. I don't like that they did it with Fire Emblem again. Or not, I mean, not Fire Emblem again, but, you know, they're doing another limited release at the Fire Emblem thing. Mm -hmm. And, yes, 3D All-Stars is just a bunch of ROMs thrown onto a Switch cart. It's probably what it honestly was always going to be. I don't, I don't yeah. think the pandemic really made that decision for them. No, yeah. see, I, I, they, by the time the pandemic fully was put into place in Japan anyways, there was, like, four months until release. I don't think four months is enough to like completely destroy the development of the game to the point where like you can't do anything like this is what we're getting and you can't make any improvements on that. Oh no, I was more talking about like because everyone spec. I remember everyone speculated that these would be you know from the ground remakes or something and no, not no, no, just no. ROMs thrown onto a Switch cart. Let me say this: I never expected these games to be full-on remakes. I just wanted them to be updated ports. And I got that, but very minimal, you know, like Mario 64 isn't even in widescreen and its camera is still shit and it's uh, uh, Sunshine still runs at 30 frames. And these are things that are in fan, re uh, fan remasters on emulators that fans have done. So like, what the fuck? Why can't we have this on official releases? <clears throat> it still pisses me off. This game is... A ripoff and people know it's a ripoff but they say like well i'm just happy to get the games on my switch and you know that's great for you but like don't don't put other people down for wanting more honestly they have to charge 25 for each game after um three authors disappears they do oh my god <laughs> imagine paying 25 dollars for super mario 64 if they do that I don't even want to. Learn. I don't know about twenty five for. No, each. I say twenty. I say. 15. I say twenty for each is what it'll what it probably 20. be. That yeah. doesn't really make. Does that make sense? Because yeah. Well, it's it's sixty for a full package, right? It's three games, sixty yeah. divided by 
Neil, six divided by three is twenty. I guess like some of the profit they're gonna be like one of those games is gonna be more than twenty. Yeah. Like. Galaxy. Galaxy, yeah. Dallas is probably gonna be twenty five. And they'll be like, well, if you got three D All Stars, you would have saved five dollars. One thing I could see happening is that they're gonna release N sixty four GameCube and uh Wii emulator or like a Wii virtual console kinda of like what they're doing with NES and SNES. And the reason why I say that is because it's you guys like you said they're emulators basically and fans have even hacked the game and found out that you can play other gamecube games like pokemon coliseum uh smash melee on the 3d all-stars emulator so i could see that happening and like the reason why they're removing because like the way I, I can see the reason why is because like like you can have an n64 virtual console like you do with the nes and snes but how do you do that right because, like, you have 64 on 3D All-Stars, and then you can't put it on the virtual console. So I could see them, like, releasing emulators or whatever, or virtual console for them. That's why they're doing limited release for this game. Yeah, I don't know. It's just all a pretty bad situation. Yeah. Um, I just hope when they do, if they do eventually release these games separately, that they add Galaxy 2. Yeah. Like, I wish they would add Galaxy 2 as like DLC, not free DLC, because it should have been in the game from the start. There's no excuse. It's not going to be free DLC. The fuck you think this is? I know it's not, but it should be. Nah, they would not charge it for free, bro. Even pay on twenty five. I get like I know I know it's not going to be free, but I I think it should be free. Let's see what else came out. Uh, the Pokemon DLC. Um, Isle of Armor and Crown Tundra. You guys oh, can yeah. talk about this. I don't know what. Uh, I don't know much about it. So, Alice and I played the DLC, right? Now, Isle of Armor came out in June, and it was pretty bad. <laughs> it was a pretty <laughs> bad expansion. Um, I will say that these were more controversial releases. I mean, Sword and Shield is just a controversial game, so. Jesus. But yeah, um, Isle of Armor was. Like the big pro- big problem with Isle of Armor was you're playing through it and it's decent writing's sword and shield writing, uh, but you get to you get Kubfu right and he's like level five and then they're immediately like all right get this bitch to level eighty yeah <laughs> like because they're like all right in order for him to evolve to like the legendary for the for the DLC. You have to go to one of these two towers, and the Pokemon in those towers are like seventy-five to eighty, and it's so like again, grinding isn't a problem in Sword and Shield because experience candies are given like fucking crazy, so it's still tedious and annoying, but it was whatever. Beating it was just nice. Crown Tundra on the was. Basically, the complete opposite. It was actually really well done. I liked Crown Tundra a lot. I liked the writing. I liked the actual like area it added. I thought it was a really fun area. I loved the new legendary and its whole story of fucking T-posing a guy around because it needs a way to talk. I thought that was hilarious. And it's just it was a really fun DLC pack. I thought it was good. Uh, I do know, again, you have the whole controversy of DLC adding more Pokemon, and there's a whole lot of arguments you can make about that, whether you personally believe that you need to buy the DLC to get the Pokemon, or if you don't need it because you could, someone could trade it, trade the stuff to you, or you could well, find it still, in the caves. That's still, like, really 
shady like you have to have someone to trade dlc for you that's kind of like or again you could find it in the caves like the, the the little caves that are scattered all over the uh whatever you call them the open world areas yeah the little open world areas wild areas i think they're called yeah yeah that's all i had to say about them i don't know if atlas had more to add i think Man. atlas is dead oh no there he is man oh he's ready you don't want him back in Opening, bro. Oh, no, I mean, I'm just talking about the DLC in general. <laughs> it's, it's pretty good, you know. They added a lot back, and, like, that's cool. Dynamax pins are trash because you can't use your own Pokemon. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. That shit. There's, there's a lot of people that really like it. Uh, but for me personally, I, I kind of find stuff like that really boring. That's just the personal. Because, again, there's a lot of people that really like the, the Dynamax pins. I think I, I feel like content creators get a lot more out of it than normal people without friends because, like, I, I kind of feel like it's a, it's kind of a nightmare if you're not coordinating with your group, right? Because the legendary fights at the end are actually pretty challenging. Like, you've got like unrestricted legendaries, and you're going in with like half evolved Pokemon, so like you got to kind of coordinate a little bit leading up to it. I also think it's just not going to age well because, like, yeah, you do have all of them in there. At some point, this game's not going to, right? There's not gonna or like, there's not going to be a lot of people playing it. Oh, yeah, that's going to screw over a lot of people. Yeah, that's going to suck because you're going to have to do these things by yourself and you're not going to have help. It's almost, I think it's almost impossible if you have the wrong Pokemon going into some of these legendaries. Like, it, it's not going to age well, I think, compared to, like, previous games, uh, legendary things. Uh, but if you could use your own Pokemon, I think it'd be But the fact you can't is just, I think it's kind of bad. That's, like, my biggest gripe. Everything else was pretty good for the DLC, though. Um, I like, I, I don't know, you know, it was, I think it was better than the first one. It was handled a lot better. Uh, yeah. just hope the next game, you know, adds all the Pokemon back because now there's no excuse. <laughs> now, the next thing is actually something I believe only Atlas could really give any kind of opinion on because I don't think the rest of us have any experience with this. Um, early, very early in the year, Three Houses got its fourth DLC expansion. Um, which added the Cinder Shadows side story, which I believe was the gray whatever people. Three Houses in the DLC? Yeah, at the very beginning of the year. Have four <laughs> waves of DLC, and the fourth wave came out this year. Did it actually come out this year? Oh, yeah. I forgot it wow! Was it feels like that was like a year ago. That's crazy. I forgot it was a year ago. Wow! I forgot it released around the time um, Barlow's came to Smash. That's yeah. wild. So, if Atlas has any opinions on that, or if he thinks that was a good addition to Three Houses or not. Man, well, okay, you know I love Three Houses, so... Uh... <laughs> um, wow, that, that really came out this year, huh? That, yeah. That's crazy. But, um, man, wow, it's been a minute since I've like played Three Houses at all. But uh, the DLC is definitely more akin to older Fire Emblem. It plays by a lot of the old rules. Um, you have limited, it's only like, I think 10 chapters or something, or it, it might even be less actually, it's maybe like six or, it's really short. Um, it's not long, but you are limited in what you can do during it. Um, Cause you kind of go in at first, you only have like three units from each house, I believe. So you kind of got to make do with what you got. And it, it, like I said, it's very similar to Old Emblem where it's like, you go in, you have uh, limited resources, you know, your weapons are limited. 
repairing them. You can, but it's not super easy because, again, you're limited on resources. So whatever you do in a chapter is going to stick, and you kind of got to hold that. I don't know. It's just if, if you wanted a challenge, this is definitely what I'd recommend. Definitely, in my opinion, the hardest, like, missions out of the entire game, uh, especially if you're on the harder difficulties, too. Because I was on, like, the – I think I was on the standard difficulty or whatever, but I was still, like, really having to formulate a lot harder than normal because you just don't have the same luxuries you do in, like, the main game because you're playing by a different set of rules now. So, like, everything kind of counts, you know. you got to make sure your units are in the right places. you got to make sure – you're using your low-end weapons and saving your high-end weapons for when you really need them. You can't kind of go as crazy as you normally do. So it's just, it's a different kind of experience, but it's really fun. It added a lot to the story, I think. And after you beat the DLC, you can actually use the uh, the Action Wolves characters in your main game. So it kind of builds off of, you know, itself. So you can just continue what you're doing in the main game. You've got the characters there. The area comes back too. So like, I don't know, they integrated it very well like the best thing I think they could have done for adding another house without making it like not make sense. Wow, that was a mouthful. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he's really passionate about three houses, so I yeah, definitely I still need to get back to watch uh, playing that game. Easy, so, like, top ten for me. So let's top go ten over games, no, like, yeah. ever for me. Okay. As so far as, like, other games that, like, happened... For Switch, you had uh, Clubhouse games, which we all played for about a month and then stopped. I didn't even play for a month. I, I was trying. I was I, so hyped for the, playing yeah. playing with my family, and they like they didn't even get into it. They didn't even give it a chance. Um, yeah. I enjoyed it. I played it with my girlfriend when I went to visit her back in July, and it was it was fun. I like having a lot of these games on. I'd probably pop it back in if I knew where the fuck I put it. <laughs> but um, that's why you get it digital. I got it digitally. Yeah, I don't know. There's like, had a lot of good games, and it's fun. I kind of wish it had a, I like, think, something. I think Josh from the... Uh, I think someone uh, uh, mentioned this good. It's like, it's good, but like it's missing its own identity with its theme. Like You know with Wii Sports Resort, its theme is tropical environments. With this, th- this has no style. You know, nothing. That kind of like, like yeah, this is... This is Clubhouse. It's so basic. I mean, I don't know. I don't think that's as much of a problem as there was someone who put did like a comparison video between the DS version or DS Clubhouse games and the Switch one. And honestly, there's a lot of neat stuff that was in the DS one that I didn't even know about until I watched that video. And that video convinced me to buy the DS version. And there's so many like crazy like I don't want to say like custom rules, but there's like additional rules that were just made the games more fun and wacky and that just aren't in clubhouse like the switch version which is just kind of weird to me that's kind of the thing that i feel about a lot of nintendo's games nowadays is that great game uh, like good game as well as good concept they just they didn't take it far enough they just needed to give it that extra push they don't do that anymore it pisses me off um as far as anything else that came out, Xenoblade. Yeah, Xenoblade. Remember? Oh yeah, Xenoblade uh, Definitive Edition did come out this year. I mean, oh, man. I mean, you can speak on Future Connected. I know you. you have Boy, that. I'll tell you what. Boy. <laughs> All right, now Xenoblade. No, I played the original. I beat the original on 3DS, so that was my first time beating it, and I played through this one, and um. It's really just quality of life stuff. Like if you played, if you own the original, 
don't buy this. But if you've never played it before, then buy this one. That's kind of my like ultimate take on it, because you're not really losing anything. Um, I mean, there's quality of life changes. Like, again, there's quality of life changes, but it's not enough to where, like, I'd say if you have the OG one, you absolutely need to get this one. Unless you just like, like, the new art style or whatever. Because they did, you know, change it to make it more of, like, Xenoblade 2's style, which I kind of like. Um, but I don't think it, like, takes away. The cutscenes are the same. The voice acting's the same. Everything's the exact same as the original. Um, it's just, like, updated graphically. The mini-map changes are nice because, like I said, there's quality of life stuff. So, like, now if you do a side quest or whatever, it actually, like, footprints you to where you're supposed to go. You don't have to, like, spend a while looking for it. You know, it's not as cryptic. Um, if you're more into doing all the side quests. And you can have whatever armor you want, like, look-wise with stats of something else, uh, which is also cool. So if you don't want to look ridiculous at the final boss, you know, you can do that this time. Well, you if also you have do want to look ridiculous, but you want to look a specific kind of ridiculous, like Shulk being completely naked, you can do that. Yeah. <laughs> you can also replay cutscenes with whatever armor you want, too. That's kind so, of like, cool. if you didn't go into a cutscene, you just, like, you know, you don't have to play through the whole game to see Shulk in a bathing suit fighting Zanza at the end. You can just, like, play the cutscene and see him naked, you know? <laughs> you could have everyone uh, naked. There's that. Future Connected is bad. Um, and yeah, <laughs> that's Xenoblade Definitive Edition. <laughs> Future Connected is so, bad. So, um, the last two smaller games we got left. Uh, Origami uh, King. Yeah, I don't know if any of us played Origami King. I uh, bought it, but no. I haven't played it yet. Not yeah, played. I didn't play it. Uh, Mario Kart Live, none yeah. of us got. Oh, Tokyo Mario Oh, did Tokyo Mario Sessions come out this it year? It came out in January of 2020. Yeah. The beginning of this year. It felt like nothing was different between it and the Wii U version. Other it than some not, Like, no quality of life changes, really. Mm -hmm. Just everything's on one screen now. Well, I mean, it's, the game was fine as it was. So like, Yeah, really it was. Know. It was fine. It's just like, I mean, if you want Tokyo Mirage Sessions, which is a good game yeah. that I don't feel like enough people played. Yeah. Like, for all the people who scream and cry about wanting to play a Persona game on Switch, you have one. <laughs> yeah. This is, and well, it really just brought it. back for Alice to make that money back in the Wii U version. I remember when people got announcement for this game way back in 2013, I think. It was like, it advertised to be like, crossover fire emblem and shimigami tensei and like two years later or a year later they got their first trailer i was like what the fuck is this weeaboo shit <laughs> i mean you got two weeb ass franchises oh wait well i think they did add some story like they added a new story um arc or whatever in the game oh it did for encore from what i remember they added costumes and then they added something else yeah it was additional story content and uh, additional party members with new music. So they had new music, basically a new story along with it. So that was a little bit more than just costumes. Uh, Super uh, Mario 35, does anyone still play that? No. Pikmin 3. Someone Pikmin 3, there. which I need to start playing at some point. I totally like Pikmin. Me too. I'm like, um, this is, I'll say this, this is, uh, uh, it's still not uh, as good as I would want, would have wanted. I think the game should have been priced at 50 or something, but they actually added a lot to that game. To the to make it feel like it was like yeah this is a proper port it's updated and everything it's actually really cool and I like. That. Oh yeah, I feel like out of all of the Wii U ports, Pikmin Three Deluxe is honestly the best like way. I don't want to say the best like game, but like it's definitely the best part of all of them. Oh yeah. Like they added a lot of extra content. 
I, I guess until we see 3D World and Bowser's Fury, we'll see what that yeah. all adds. But as far as what we have right now, Deluxe is easily the best one of yeah. all of them. Uh, absolutely, 100%. Um, there was also the new Mystery Dungeon like remake of Red and Blue. Yeah. I don't think any of us played that. I don't I know sleep. how many of us are even into that. I sleep. We got four uh, Smash characters this year. Uh, I sleep. I sleep. Um, and Jala... We got a lot of uh, things about Smash Brothers. Deadly Premonition. This wasn't um, <laughs> Nintendo, but Deadly Premonition 2, which is... Oh, God. Uh, Deadly Premonition was an interesting game that like a lot of people really love. I feel like the only people who like 2 are the people who think that the only reason you should like 1 is for the memes, when 1 is actually just a genuinely good game that's marred by a lot of dumb shit. Was there any others? Like Switch exclusive games? I'm trying to see. There wasn't really much this year. Yeah, I think that's all. All in all, it was an okay year. Yeah, it was mostly just like DLC, some niche stuff, and like yeah, the only big titles was obviously your Mario's, your Animal Crossing, and I guess Hyrule Warriors. Despite I still feel like that's niche, but whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, Doom Eternal finally got its Switch release, but it got it digitally only. I'm still upset. Sephiroth. Sephiroth. Hey, that character is broken. But the DLC this year started off weak with Byleth and ended off strong with Sephiroth. Hey, look, I love Byleth. Fuck Byleth. Yeah. Just because you don't like Byleth <laughs> doesn't mean everybody. Look, I'm not understanding. Like, yeah, the vast majority of people don't like Byleth, but look, no, I do. But, and that's all that matters. Look, I'm not saying Three Houses is a bad game. I just don't think Byleth should have been included before Rex. But, you know, I don't whatever. Either, but I'm not going to complain. Yeah, Steve, bro. Steve uh, Atlas. Yeah. Fuck Byleth. Look, I don't want to hate on a character because, like, we already got so many characters in the game. Yeah, I don't like, got no right to complain, bro. Smasher yeah. have the least right to complain of any, like, FG ever. Look, we got Steve. I'm, I'm fine. We got Steve. 80 characters and people still cry. It's honestly impressive. And then uh, there's... So, mm -hmm. uh... So, um, do you guys have like, any favorite games that released 20 in 2020? I mean, just out of any system? Yeah, it could be anything. Like a personal favorite. A brand new game that released this year that I consider my favorite. I guess Animal Crossing for me. I, I can't think of... I don't even know what came out this year outside of Switch stuff and like the Switch stuff that did come out was kinda whatever. I mean I guess Kingdom Hearts maybe, but like Kingdom Hearts came out. Oh Melody of Memories. Oh Memory. yo, I forgot about Melody of Memories. Yo, that game was fire. I enjoyed it. Uh, I did just kinda do a rush job towards the end simply because I wanted to finish it. Actually one of the greatest Kingdom Hearts games of all time. No cap. Yeah, like I can't think of another game that, I don't know, I didn't play many games that came out last year. Like, what even all games that I play outside of Switch? Played a little bit of Microsoft Flight Sim, but I wouldn't put that as my favorite game of the year. Uh... <laughs> what, I, what did I play? I even have to think on this one, like, what was my favorite game of this year that released this year? Mario, uh, maybe? Simply just be able to play 64 on my Switch. See, I don't want to see Animal Crossing as a default because that was like the savior of the pandemic. Yeah, I, I, I legitimately. The pandemic literally saved everyone with Switch. 
because every celebrity was on that saying, yeah, look at my Animal Crossing uh, town or whatever. Like, that game just blew up. Brie Larson. Like, March, April period, or when the game released. Because that was right when the lockdown started happening. So, like, everybody was at home. The switches were just disappearing. They're still gone, at least in my area. Was there even any, like, indie games I might have played? I don't fucking know. See, part-time UFO. Why should I play part-time UFO? So I'm trying to think, what the fuck did I play? It's the access of good. Okay, so, like, 2020. All right, the same. I'm just looking at, like, what's considered the best game of the year. And, like, okay. honestly, if I'm going to just name a game that I enjoy, really, really enjoyed, it's either going to come down to Hyrule Warriors or uh, maybe Mario. I don't know. Persona 5 Royal. I didn't play Royal. I didn't want to put that 100 hours back in. <laughs> Let me carry over my stats from base Persona 5 and I'll play it. Nah, you can't. Uh, it's not going to work. Cause it's you start right at the beginning. I mean, just let me carry over my level. Just Joker's level, and I'll be happy. Nah, or even just my compendium. One of just let me carry over something. That's nah, not gonna work either. It's like you guys are always in the beginning. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. Like what's like? Oh God, I hate seeing Among Us on best. I mean, yes, Among Us was a game that blew up in 2020, but it's not a 2020 game. Yeah. Oh, Phasmophobia. That was a good ass fucking game. Oh yeah, Faz. It was good. I am the ghost hunting god. That was like easily probably top five at least. I'll say Faz like it's up there with Mario and Hyrule Warriors as games I just really enjoyed. I don't know. I know everyone wants to say like Hades, Final Fantasy VII remake, um, some other shit, but like I didn't play any of those. Wait, did the remake release this year? Yeah, Final Fantasy VII remake came out this year. Oh. If we're wanting to go over some games that came out this year, you know we had Last of Us, Animal Crossing, Cyberpunk, Doom. Ghost of Tsushima, oh, okay. uh, Ori and the Well of the Wisps, Half-Life Alex, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Miles Morales, hey. Fall Guys, uh, Microsoft Flight Sim, Demon Souls, mm. Streets of Rage 4, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2, Genshin Impact, Resident hey. Evil 3, uh, Call of Duty Warzone, Star Wars Squadrons, Yakuza Like a Dragon, uh, Valorant, Crusader Kings 3, Spirit Fair, Dreams. Oh, Dreams is fun. Uh, Astro's Playroom, Neo 2, If Found, Call of Duty Cold War, Paper Mario, Halo Infinite. Oh, no, Halo Infinite didn't come out this year. No. Um, Spelunky 2, Watch Dogs Legion, Crash 4, uh, Avengers, Gear Tactics, Wasteland 3, Outriders, World of Warcraft Expansion, Bug Snacks, Legends of Ruterra? Desperados 3, Carry On, Destiny 2 DLC, Paradise Killer, Pedal Crash. Was Kakarot really this year? What the fuck? Oh, yeah, it was this year. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. It was a long year, man. It was. Wow, that's crazy. I still can't get over the fact Fire Emblem's DLC came out this year. That's... You mean last year? You guys need to say last year. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're year. talking about just 2020 in general, so yeah. I don't care. Yeah. It can go either way. 2020 was a fever dream. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's, I, I, I can't really pinpoint a game and be like, that was the best thing I definitely played all year. It's just a couple games I really enjoyed playing. Like, I, Animal Crossing only had me because there was fuck all else to do. Yeah. You know, 
I did enjoy going back and reliving nostalgia with Mario 64, um, and even some with Galaxy. I still haven't started Sunshine because I don't like Sunshine. The Pokemon DLC was decent. I don't think I played any like PC games outside of again Faz and Among Us, which yeah I enjoyed those games. Faz a lot more. Phasmophobia. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I really have a favorite game of like 2020. Yeah, kind of just there. I'd say Animal Crossing by default. Yeah, that's a that's for me. That honestly, can nothing else pop into my head right now? So yeah, I'll just say um, Animal Crossing. So we're just gonna move on to the next thing. The oh, did Life is Strange two release this year? Or was that 2019? What? Did Life is Strange two release this year? Or was that 2019? That was uh, 2019, I believe. Oh, dang! Never mind. Life is strange. Life, life is strange, too. Uh, yeah, 2018. Oh, oh, I was way off. I thought that game was like two years old. I was like, there's no way it came out in 2019, bro. Don't catch me playing that. Final episode. The final episode came out in 2019. Okay, then yeah, Animal Crossing it is. Boys. Life is Strange and um, Game is whack and bad. Life is Strange 2 is pretty good. Life is, I've only played the first one. I plan on playing Before the Storm this year. Yeah. I was like, like of uh, 2. I need to go back and finish it. I was almost done with 2. I need to go back and finish it. Alright, so let's get into 2021 predictions. Yeah. Um, Sleep. Switch first. There's, so there's a couple things that I'm at least kind of looking forward to. I imagine No More Heroes 3... Hopefully it'll come out. I want to. I want to say maybe around May. I'm kind of hoping because it doesn't have an official release date, right? Yeah, I can see May. I can see yeah, a release for that game sometime before E3, if not like right around E3. Yeah. If we get an E3 this year, but yeah. whatever. I know there's people that are looking forward to Mar- uh, Mario 3D Worlds. Oh yes. I'm interested in seeing what Bowser's Fury adds. How much content it adds anyway i know it's confirmed to have online play i'm wondering if it's going to be good online play and i'm hoping you know, that... it's not. Why are you asking that question i know but I, so i'm hoping um, oh no, stop stop hoping it's gonna be bad i'm hoping they're adding a few more characters like daisy wario waluigi maybe toadette or nabbit they've been adding toadette in a lot of things so i think she will be definitely a new character for the game I've been seeing a lot of conversation pop up recently of uh, new characters being added to 3D worlds. I didn't know if there was like a new rumor that went around or what. Probably a rumor, but I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they added like Toadette or somebody. Yeah, Toadette I definitely think is very likely to be added. I'm very happy to see Persona 5 Strikers is now coming over here. Is it still called Strike? Is it called Strikers or Scramble? I forget. Strikers. Okay, it's Strikers for us. Persona 5 Strikers, yeah. We also got a uh, Monster Hunter Rise coming out in March. I'm gonna try out the demo and see. I need to play the demo. Yeah. I watched someone play the demo and it looked so much fun. Yeah, Bright has been trying to get me to play. I mean, Bright's been trying to get me to play Monster Hunter forever, but he is super into Monster Hunter and he's saying that this game is like OD. You can ride, like I was watching someone play the demo and I was like, you can ride the monsters? What yeah, the fuck? They have like Bro. Mario Kart drift. Crazy. Yeah, they yeah. have drift. I'm like, Bro, what the fuck? I'm downloading it. has been saying this is the one, but I still probably won't play it. I'm gonna I try it out. I heard this is gonna be more for be more casual Monster Hunter. I heard. Uh, uh, also, uh, Bravely Default Two, is it? Yeah. 
too. Yeah, uh, I heard a lot of improvements were made from the demo, and so I'm thinking about picking this game up too. I will play the first game at some point. I need to go back and, you know, give the first game a chance. What's, I, I need to play the first Monster Hunter Stories again, because I remember really liking it, but I don't remember if I ever finished it. Uh, but I am really looking forward to the second one. We also got a Shimagami Tensei Five. We also got a uh, Noc- Nocturne remake. Oh yeah, Nocturne. I'm, yeah. I'm looking more forward to the Nocturne Nocturne remake or remaster or whatever you want to call it or port. Like I can't wait for all those. I, I like playing the mainline Shimagami Tensei games. I just need to actually play them more. I played a little bit of four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was fun. I played like I want to say five hours of it. Six, five, six hours of it. I don't know. I was not really enjoying it. Then I just stopped. But now that I finished like Persona Five and stuff. Like I don't want to go back and play it. So how different is the series from Persona? Very. Extremely. Like it's got some similarities. Like uh, you know, in Persona Five, you like talk to the monsters in order to befriend them and let them uh, like you can use their powers or whatever. Yeah. Well, in the mainline Shin Megami Tensei games, you do that. You don't get to gain their powers; they just become party members. Oh. Um, the fusion thing is still there, but you're fusing party members, obviously now. And I don't think you can resummon them either. I think you'd have to go find them again if you want them again. Huh. Yeah. There's. It's a lot. It's a lot less casual friendly than I want to say that. Like four and stuff is probably still like more accessible than other Shimigami Tensei games. Anyone that's looking forward to Nocturne and hasn't played a Shimigami Tensei game though. Go play four. Nocturne's not going to be easy. Nocturne's going to kiss, kick your ass. <laughs> it is regarded as one of the hardest games ever made in general. Not just hardest RPGs, not just hardest games, not hardest in like the Shin Megami series or whatever, just hardest video games. Whack. The hardest video game? Damn. Dark Souls? Like, it makes Dark Souls look like fucking Mario Galaxy. Like you try to beat Orn Stevens mode. Uh, there's also Balan Wonderland, which I I want to watch more gameplay of it. I think there's some gameplay footage that's been uploaded, and I want to watch it again before making a call on it. I've got Breath of the Wild too. Hopefully it's here. Hopefully, but I ain't gonna play it. I don't know how I feel about that game. I think it's gonna Please. be. I think it's gonna be an okay game. Please. Uh, actually, you, know, you know what? If it's like an upgrade, like Majora's Mask. In the sense that it's different, where it has actual dungeons and a good, good, uh, a story, good story, then I'll definitely give it a good, try, a good shot. Oh, and I'm expecting Zelda HD collection, of course. Oh yeah, I was expecting something big for like uh, the 25th anniversary. What? Wait, or 35th? Are we on 35th for 30th. Zelda? 35th. Yeah. yeah, I'm kind of expecting something similar to what Mario got. Sorry. I'm hoping not more limited releases though. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be limited again. It's gonna be, but I don't want it to be. Yeah. I think we need to realize that if we're saying hope and the same and Nintendo in the same sentence, we're not gonna get what we want. <laughs> hope and Nintendo does not go hand in hand. That Scott Pilgrim game is coming out soon. Yeah, and it's I, get. I thought you were gonna so, say Scott. I want to get the physical. I want to get the physical version. So, I uh, hopefully I remember that it goes on sale on the fifteenth, so I can buy it. Are you gonna get the special, like the ultimate edition one? Or oh, yeah, it's only like fifty bucks for all the shit. No, 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 there's another one. 
140 and you get like a whole bunch of stuff. You get like a physical thing, you get like um, a stand, you get figures, or not figures, but they're like, if you look it up, I forgot what it's called, but it's basically $140 and it's like the ultimate. I just want the soundtrack. You get a soundtrack too. It's if unless the hundred something dollar version comes with the fucking mangas, then I don't care. Uh, I, I need to read the mangas though. I'm gonna look it up again because I can't remember what all it came with. Um, what else comes out next year? Metro Prime maybe. Subnautica comes to Switch next year. That's interesting. I don't. Wait, they're putting out year. We're definitely not getting Metro Prime for next year. Wait, they're they're putting Subnautica on Switch. Yeah. Yeah. I have a game to get. Galvan 1 coming to Switch. Monica is tight. ReZero comes out in a couple weeks. That game was tight too. Do we think Pokemon, our new Pokemon Snap will come out this year? Uh, yeah, definitely. I think, because yeah. um, isn't this year the 25th anniversary, I think? Oh yeah, it is, so maybe. Sleep. We're going to probably get a new... I don't know how to feel about a new game this year. Um, at one hand, it's a new Pokemon game. On another, a need to take a break. And I mean, I'm putting up, get, making new Pokemon Snap this year's Pokemon game would be fine. A need to take a break. I don't. It's not like new Pokemon Snap is even being worked on by the normal people who normally make Pokemon games. I'm, I'm okay with Snap being the game as long as take a break from making an actual Pokemon uh, yeah. game. I, I don't think a year, taking a year off is enough to do for a break for them, to be honest. I think Same. they need, I think they need, and especially when they were developing the expansion pass, I think they need to take one more year off for the next uh, year. They, they just need to chill. I don't care how long it takes. Calm down. <laughs> uh, you know what, Liz, Do you think Rune Factory 5 will come out this year? I s- yeah, that. once Rune Factory 5 comes out, y'all ain't gonna for a while, so... <laughs> yeah. I might actually cry going to pick that one up. That might be one of those. What is one Shadow Drop game that you think will ha- come out from Nintendo? If you had to say, just like like something outlandish. Mario Golf. Mario Golf? You know, Mario Strikers. Mario's, I think Mario Golf is very likely. I agree with that. Mario Golf is likely. Mario Strikers is out of fucking nowhere. We get Mario baseball. Mario or Strikers baseball, yeah. Two. But I want Strikers. I want Strikers. Strikers charge two, baby. I I want to say that we're gonna get a new Mario Party this year, but it's hard to say. I'd like to see a new Mario Party, but I don't. They know. need to take a break. Mario Party's taken several breaks, and it never improved. I mean, it improved a super. They're, they're almost they're almost back. The newest game, they got close. Yeah, they got, they got close. Really they, got, close. they got very, very close. They, they, yeah, they, just needed to, they just needed to uh, change the board a bit. They just needed to not make it a, make it a grid system, improve the uh, make bigger boards, uh, improve the pacing, like not add so many cutscenes or animations for random shit. Uh, Add in more unique areas and uh, fix a few things here and there. That's it. That's all they needed to do. Also, allow the online play to be boards. Please, please. for the love of God. You really think they can do that? No. Y'all have way too much faith in their online. I didn't say I think they'll do it. I said I want them to. I don't think they will. I ain't got that much faith. No. They're not going to do it. Well, 
they did did do it for mini games somewhat. So who knows? Uh, what else? Um, Shadow Drop wise, yeah, I'm just gonna stick with Mario Golf. Um, you know, I haven't heard anything Mono that Soft has been doing recently. Could see uh, Xenoblade Three. Could be an export this year, maybe. Oh yeah, I'd like to see X get and I know they want to, but they just keep saying, "Oh, we don't have the resources to do it." Yeah, something like that. Yeah, they could say Blade Three. Yeah, I think we get an export. Don't do that to me. I mean, I was kind of disappointed by two, so I don't know how I would feel about three, unless it's like one's battle system. You are in the minority. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just couldn't get into. Uh, maybe I need to give the game a second chance, but I did beat it. I did beat it. I still haven't played Torna though, but I have played Torna. Torna, I will try. Torna has like a similar battle system, but it's way more streamlined. Yeah. I'll like, try. yeah, this battle system can be confusing when you're first jumping into the game, and it does take a bit of a learning curve. Torna, not at all. Torna has no learning curve yeah, because you can eat, you, can, you can you can eat crayons and do swords. <laughs> the actual crayon eaters. I think we might get um an actual direct this year. No. Maybe. Maybe. I heard I heard rumors that they're gonna try. I heard there are rumors they're gonna shadow drop a direct tomorrow tonight. Uh, sorry, later today on January eleventh. Calm down. I heard, uh, from what I've heard, but who knows? I mean, I think direct. Three D world. Plus, Browser's Fury was supposed to come out next month, right? I believe so. Yeah. I think we had a report video or something about it. Probably not a direct, whole direct, we'll probably like a video or something talking about the game. What Browser's Fury is like a week or two before release. Yeah. But I think we'll get like more. I definitely think we're going to get partner showcases again this year. Um, we may actually get a direct, but we'll probably get a mini. Uh, yeah, I could see a mini direct. Mini directs. I think. I think I think Nintendo is trying to like slowly let the directs die. To be honest. Yeah, I think so too. Also, uh, speaking of which, Switch Pro. I know this has been a very occurring rumor, and my thoughts gotcha. quickly. I Darks. just want to say that um, if it's like a dock upgraded dock, like some people are saying, where it just outputs 4K, I'm all for it. You know, I'm okay with that. But if it's a whole new system, like. Uh, you know, 3DS, like the new 3DS or DSi. I don't know. I don't know about that one, Chief. I think it is a hardware change. I think it's like not like a gra- like a major like hardware change, but I think it's more like a um, PS4 Pro situation for the update, like the screen and a couple other things. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's gonna be anything super major to the point where like only games can be made on Switch Pro now or whatever. Like in order for me to be convinced. Like, if it's just an upgraded dock, I don't care, because I don't dock my Switch anyway. That's why I bought a Switch Lite. But um, if it's, like, massive, like, hardware change, it's going to be, it's going to have to be, like, big enough to where the differences are noticeable to someone as blind as me for me to consider buying a third Switch. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, it's going to have to be, like, new 3DS levels. And even the new 3DS, like, I don't think I really noticed changes between the two systems till like, the late games. Like, Sun, Pokemon Sun and Moon, Hyrule Warriors Legends, uh, stuff like that was where I was like, okay. Even, like, Pokemon Sun and Moon was struggling to run on a new 3DS at times. 
especially if you sent out like something like Lunala or whatever, it would just immediately drop. Hyrule Warriors Legends was also like ass on regular 3DS, but perfectly fine on a new 3DS. Should have been like it. It have to be that kind of. It have to be that kind of big change for me to be like, all right, I'm gonna go get a Switch Pro. Yeah, uh, I agree. But if it's like Pro, where like it's just improving the frame rate here and there and the resolution and whatnot, then I don't know if it's worth the change, uh, the upgrade. I think if we do get announced for it, we'll probably get it like in March. I'm definitely calling like at least March. We'll probably just get like a. It won't even be like a big old banner. It'll just be a random video drop. And our new uh, Switch, uh, June 21st or something, you know. Yeah, some random I mean, that's kind of what they did with the light. It mm-hmm. was just literally a random video drop. Yeah, yeah that's true. It's, it's exactly like it, it wasn't a whole direct or anything. Because mm-hmm. I remember I was hanging out with my girlfriend when, did I see it on Twitter or did Jordan text me? I forget. <sighs> so, somehow I learned about the Switch light and I went on YouTube and watched the video. Yeah, it just kind of showed up one day and I thought like, with the Switch Pro it would be the same thing, it just showed up. One day, like, hey, it's gonna release this time with this game. I mean, I most likely would buy it to get the trilogy of Switches, but you know. Yeah. I don't tend to buy console upgrades unless there's enough, unless I have a good enough reason to. Like, I bought the Switch Lite because I was wanting to get another Switch anyway, because my launch Switch had a lot of issues, like Joy Con Drift, Dead Pixels. And just generally, I wasn't treating it very well, so it was getting beat up. Yeah. Um, I really so I was like, well, I want a new Switch, and I only play handheld. So this Switch Lite's the perfect answer because it was ch- it was cheaper than getting a regular Switch, and I don't have to worry about a dock. So there you go. I mean, I definitely yeah, I love that Switch Lite. When I saw that PS4, a Spider-Man PS4 Pro themed uh, theme, I was like, damn, I really, really, really want to get that. See, when I saw the PS4 Pro, like, when it was first announced, I was just like, ew. It looked like a double-decker sandwich. <laughs> yeah, the whole presentation was just ew. Everything about it was like, I don't want this. I'm good. I still have a regular PS4. I do, yeah, too. Same. I need Me a too. Pro, though, to be honest. Mine's kind of not dying, but... Just get a PS5, because you're getting a Pro. That's basically a Pro anyway. Actually, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I'm just, I'm in, I've been in the PS5 waiting room for a while. Yeah, I haven't played too many games on my PS4 that do the whole, oh, it sounds like a rocket taking off. I'm like, I don't know. The worst thing my PS4 does is yell at me when the power goes out. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It does that to me too. (laughs) I hope the PS5 don't do that shit. Jordan, tell us if the PS5 does that shit. Does what? If does it yell at you if the power goes out while you're playing it. You mean like you accidentally disconnect? Yeah. yeah, like if you like say like the, like you're playing a game, right? Uh-huh. And the power goes out, or someone yeah. accidentally unplugs it, or something like that, and you turn it back on, and it fucking screams at you because you oh, didn't it... turn it off properly. Oh, it does that? Did it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it does that. It does. That. Fuck. Yeah. It's like, but it's not as like annoying. It's just kind of like, uh, uh, and it's like little message saying, "Hey, you disconnected early from your game or whatever." But it only ever happened. And it wasn't even because I disconnected. It was because Spider-Man Remastered just froze and then shut off my console. And then when I started it up again, it made that sound. Yeah. So, no, the PS4 literally just goes, Yeah. No, it doesn't do all that. It's just like a quick little, and then you're done. It's, like, it gets fucking pissed. The console's cool. It's just like there isn't really much right now. 
Um, I think it's it's really just if you just want the upgrades, like the speed and loading and all that, it's cool. Yeah. Or if you want to play Demon Souls or Miles, I mean, that's cool too. Just so you know, you, you get 30, 33 PS4 games if you have PlayStation Plus, I think. Yeah, you do get that. You get, uh, yeah, so I downloaded like uh, Monster Hunter World, I downloaded uh, Last of Us, God of War, and there was another game I downloaded, but I can't remember what it was. Because the other games I pretty much owned or just didn't want. Um, so yeah, that's a pretty good deal too. But like I said, I'm pretty much just doing everything I would have done on my PS4. If anything, I'm more being... interested in getting an Xbox than a PS5, if I'm being honest. Yeah. The Xbox is pretty cool. Yeah, I'm definitely thinking about Xbox as well, because I want to get the backwards compatibility. That's yeah. literally all I want it for, because again, like, yeah, I have an Xbox One, but the Series X runs its runs stuff so much better, so why the fuck not? Yeah. The SSD, though, oof. If Sonic 06 was able to be a run on that thing, I'd guarantee you. I want to see Sonic 06 run on the Series X. If they, when are they going to add more games to the backwards compatibility list? They haven't updated that thing in a while. Yeah, they need to update the Sonic list before I try to like throw out 500 for that. Could we be seeing I mean, a major Sonic reveal where we get a trilogy of uh, collections, a uh, Sonic Classic collection with Sonic 1, 2, 3, CD, and Knuckles? No, I don't believe in Sega no more. Um, I think we're gonna get Sonic Forces two, or Sonic Mania two, and that's literally gonna be it. I think we're gonna get Sonic Mania sequel, Sonic Trilogy collection, Sonic Adventure one, two, and Heroes a collection remastered in HD, Sonic Unleashed, uh, Colors and Generations remastered in HD, uh, and Sonic Modern Sonic game and Sonic Mania two. It'd be cool if Colors came switch. Remake it in the Hedgehog engine this time, though. I don't know, because I don't know, it's always hard to predict with Sonic, because, like, it's just... It's... Sometimes you get a racing game, sometimes you get forces. It's really hard, though. Yeah. It's so, really... I mean, I think the game's already pretty much done, because they were going to show it last year, but then when the pandemic hit and South by Southwest got canceled, they were like, okay, we'll show it later in the year, and then they never did. So, I feel like it's pretty much done, and whatever they were going to make... And, um, it's so hard to tell. It's very, yeah. very hard to tell. He was saying they want an adventure remake, but I don't know if that's the game because I remember, uh, what's his name? Somebody was just like, oh, I forgot who it was, the name of the guy. He was about how he wanted to remake the game, but he Takashi, never said he worked. Takashi Izuka, he said, like, yeah, he said, like, you know, he was the director of the original Sonic Adventure and Adventure 2. And he said, like, you know, I, back then it was really good, but looking at it now, you can see the rough edges around it. Yeah. And then he was like, I never I took that as, oh, adventure remake, adventure remake. But I don't honestly think adventure remake is yeah, coming. But, but when, a developer if it does, when a developer says, like, they want to do something, and or like, a or like they're saying, like, you know, that would be cool if we did something, it is usually a hint that that thing is in development. Not all the time. But like a lot of times it is. But I don't. You got a lot of faith there, buddy. What? Got a lot of optimism there, my guy. That's what I'm saying. Like I think it was this kind of thing he was just talking about. Yeah, yeah. People blew out of proportion. Yeah, in this case, I think it was just him talking. You know, it was just not probably not going to happen. It was just him saying like, yeah, I would like to remake it someday. Like I said, it'd be cool to see. But honestly, if there's another Sonic game coming, I think it's honestly just like either Mania Two or like just another modern Sonic game. There was that composer with some new gameplay style. There was or something that, they're trying to invent. There was that composer for Sonic, uh, for Sonic Mania, who said like, 
and on Twitter like a few months ago, he was like, if you guys know what NDA I just signed on to, you would probably scream. And a lot of people was like, oh, is he making is he making the music for a Sonic Mania sequel? And people took that as hints, which I think. Yeah. Are, I, I mean, Sonic, I think definitely Mania too. I, I I think Mania Two is most definitely happening at this point. It sold way too well for it, and critically, for it to fail like that to not make a sequel. Yeah. Speaking of, I probably won't buy it, but you know. Speaking of which, Ryan, you saw the new Matt McMuscles video? Uh, not yet. Some called me Johnny made an appearance on there. It was about Sonic. Yeah, Chronicles. I heard it. I saw him tweet about it. Yeah, Sonic Chronicles, uh, Dark Brotherhood. This is something I didn't know. Uh, well, I think I I didn't know when it happened, like way back in twenty thirteen. But apparently, the guy who like Archie Comics that made the collaboration with Sonic to make the comics from nineteen ninety two and onwards. Like, the guy who wrote all of them, like, he sued the crap out of Sega and Archie to try and get, like, some money out of it because apparently they were, like, infringing on copyright or something. And apparently the conclusion that came down to was that Archie was not allowed to produce any more Sonic comics. They had to, like, erase the canon, basically. And they were not allowed to use the Echidna tribe or something like that. And I'm wondering... Is oh, that... is this Ian Flynn or something? No, no, Ian, oh, Flynn, yeah. Ian Flynn does the IDW. This is someone else. I forgot his name. Who did? Who I did think the... I know who you're talking about, but I can't remember his name. Peter something, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was a, that was a yes. bit... Yeah, it was pretty messy. So I'm wondering, is this also the case with the games where they can't use anything from the Echidna tribe or anything like that? Because mm-hmm. that's because this game was the reason why he sued the company in the first place. Or companies in this case. Uh, Honestly, I don't know with the whole situation. Copyright's a whole rabbit hole. Yeah. But if you can't use something in one media, I'm assuming you can't use it in any media. To be honest, it's like uh, fuck, it's like Tarzan, right? Pretty much. Like Tarzan can't be used in Kingdom Hearts, but also can't be used in anything anymore. Mm-hmm. Or like Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. The reason we probably don't have that um, Ace Attorney game over here yet is about legal trouble. I really wish they would port that game, or at least like re-release the game on Switch and just add an English option. I wish more Japanese games would do that. Please. Like that's a perfect loophole. Just add an English option. I think we're pretty much done here. Yeah, for 2021. I'm good. Yeah. Yep. So All right then. So where you find people, I guess? Yep. So everywhere we can find you guys. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at underscore Rambler70. I'm going to try to stream more this year on Twitch at Rambler70 because I have you know a lot of PC games to be playing. I'm almost done with Yakuza. I didn't really want to stream that game because that game didn't really feel like a streaming game. But I might be playing like Scribblenauts on Masks next. So I might stream that a bit. That's just a that's a chill stream game, and every now and again, if I get a good stream that I like, where like I feel like I was active and like it was a lot of fun to stream, then I usually put the vod up on my YouTube channel, Ryan Miller seventy, and other than that, um, every now and again you can find me over with Atlas. Uh, you can find me on Twitter.com underscore Crown, YouTube Atlas Crown. Twitch at Atlas Crown. I haven't been streaming, and I don't know how much I'm going to be streaming because it's no fighting games, man. We got that one fighting game. What was it? 
We don't talk about it. Nope, they're all trash. No. Look, all play trash. the play the Ranma fighting game on stream. Oh, they're all trash. Jay Even Man, it's a bad time to be a fighting game fan, man. There's nothing out there. But, Even um, Ranma's trash? Look, no, Ranma's not trash. I'm talking about like new fighting games oh. that I can like bullshit on. Like, so this is a bad time to be a What if they announce player. a new versus Capcom game? Bruh. Like, yeah, not even just Marvel versus Capcom, just a versus Capcom game in general. Oh, that'd be so cool. Oh, we got would that get you to come with that? Be a new fighting game you'd enjoy? No. Damn. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Get yeah, Ghost of Gear Thrive coming up this year. Right sleep. Yeah, that's where you can or, find me, so. Or Tatsunoko versus Capcom to Switch. Please. I will compete in it. I actually would. Please just port the game. I'd um, compete in it. Fuck it. That's like one yeah. of my favorite fighting games it's next so to fun. Full Caliber. It's so fun. Please port that game. Oh, and uh, you can find me on my YouTube channel, uh, Rema. All right, guys. You guys can find me, of course, in the channels of Zogamy. You guys can also find me on Twitch, Zogamy Streams, and on Twitter and Instagram at JordanBostonZ4. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. We love Bye. you.